everybody, this is Pretty from It's a Pretty Chat and welcome to my channel. Today I have an amazing guest. Um, well, she is an artist, but an artist who turned into an entrepreneur. And I am so eager to hear her story, her heart, and share just what's going on in her life with you and me. So without much wait, let's welcome Rubina from Gremus. Rubina, welcome to this channel. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me, Preeti. Rubina, you know, um, I myself am very new to the crafting world and the crafting community. So I'm just coming across newer artists and people. Um, and you've been there for a while. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I want to know a little bit more about you. So yeah, share about yourself or who you are and what brings you to the crafting world. Um, okay. <laughs> I started crafting back in 2014. Um, I've never crafted before that. I didn't even know it was a thing. I used to collect, uh, I mean, buy hand, uh, greeting cards in the store for my friends. Like every year, like I would go to, I would always make sure to go to the greeting card aisle and find like funny cards or cute cards for my friends. Um, and you know, like Hallmark cards were like six, $7. I was on a budget. I'm like, this stuff is just adding up. And then I accidentally discovered, uh, a smash book where you scrapbook inside it. And I didn't know the concept of scrapbooking at that time. So it's mind boggling for me. And so I started researching supplies, like, what do you use? Like what kind of glues and stamps and embellishments and that just, it opened my door to the crafting industry. Um, I started with stamping up that those were the first ink pads I bought. And then I found Mama Elephant. I attended their birthday party that year. So, um, and I met a lot of people and it just grew from there. So, I, you know, I became a card maker, thought I would save lots of money. <laughs> Ended up just buying <laughs> loads of supplies. Um, <laughs> Uh, I became very passionate because it was a way for me to express my creativity, sure. um, which I had repressed for very long. So um, it was it was great because I found community. I found a way to build skills, confidence, and make really pretty things and be able to give things to my friends and then receive things as well. Uh, so that's how it started. Um, and over the years, I mean, I was crafting on and off. I got married two years after that. So I took a break. I was working full time as a social worker. So it was hard to, you know, have time for crafting. Um, then in 2017, I got pregnant and I had my daughter in 2018. Um, during my la uh, last two trimesters, I had a lot of energy. So I came back to crafting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it was really fun. <laughs> I went to uh, Creativation for the first time. That was in 2018. Uh, got to meet all of my friends in person and hang out with people uh, with my big pregnant belly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was uh, just really like my energy was so high that year. Um, and so I crafted for about a year, and then I that's when my daughter started crawling it was just <laughs> everyone told me like I just wouldn't have time for anything I was like no no I got this and yeah, it, yeah. I, my family helps out but um I just didn't want to miss out on you know th that important age yes and 
So I, I had to step down from all, all my design teams and the idea for the Grey Muse came after. So it was when I took a break from everything and had time just to myself and think and tap into my intuition and realizing like, you know, I, I have a lot of ideas. I can start something of my own and just see how it goes. In the beginning, I just wanted to see if I could do it. It wasn't like a big thing. I just thought I would take it slow, take my time, you know, spend time with my baby. Um, I was going to go back to work part time. So I just thought, you know, it would take some time, but uh, it, it ended up being nothing like I expected. It's been quite the journey this year. I've learned so much and um, it hasn't been easy with the baby now. She's very mobile, very active. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. And even now, just trying to get someone to watch her while I'm on the call with you. Sure. Being a mom is 24-7. Like, every minute counts. Yes, of course. You can't even look away for a minute. Um, but it's, you know, it transitioned from card making to now I get to create my own designs or work with other artists to build this brand and I introduced the stamp line. That was one of my dreams, just to see if I could do it. And so I'm, I'm working on that and hoping to get back into crafting myself because it is something that one, probably one of the only hobbies that's really stayed with me. Sure. So as you said, you started crafting 2014 and that, are you talking specifically for card making or were you doing something different earlier or was crafting completely new from 2014? How, how did that, that come up to be? Because I also heard you say that you had a lot of, um, what do you call, you didn't, you didn't quite craft earlier in age. Is, is that what you said? And then you developed crafting later? Um, so I'm an immigrant, <laughs> you know, my family, uh, we came here in 89. So I was the first one to learn English and my parents came here for education opportunities so that we could have a better life than they did. They weren't educated. So primarily my whole childhood was about making sure I get A's and helping my siblings. I have four siblings. And so the only thing I really that they encouraged was, you know, uh, my only hobby was reading and they encouraged it because they related it to like learning and growth. And uh, so they, there was no nurturing of like, you know, art and yes. <laughs> painting or anything like that because they just didn't see it as anything important enough for, uh, and my, my mom understands it now. So she's, she'll, she'll see it and she'll, you know, say that my daughter should start painting and coloring. And she didn't know this before that this is something that children, uh, it's good for their brain development and their creativity. So most of my childhood and even into like uh, high school, I focused on getting A's, my academics and helping my family at home. I was, you know, helping with the housework. My mom and my dad worked full time. Um, so no, I didn't have, <laughs> I didn't even explore it. Um, and part of it was because I just didn't think I could. Like, I just thought you had to learn it from like childhood, like to learn how to draw and color and all that stuff. Um, so most of my focus was on reading, writing and academics. And that's why I got into personal development um, and the social work field. Sure. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you shared that, Rubina, that, you know, you, many of us, we think that you need to have this innate 
character of being an art within yourself from birth or something. But some of those, some of those things just comes from getting into it, involving yourself into it. And Rubina, you have a great story to tell that, you know, you, you didn't have the support system that many artists or many people out there have from families who encourage art and uh, craft and stuff like that. But yet you broke away from that. You, despite all those odds, you chose and here you are. That's, that's an amazing, amazing story to share. So Rubina, I, as I told you, I've been following you on your Instagram for a while and I love what you do. You're a great watercolorist, Thank I have to tell you that. But then you moved from being a card maker to an entrepreneur uh, and you developed this beautiful company, Grey Muse, which, uh, which just blows my mind every, every month when you come up with a new release. I'm always looking forward to seeing what you have there and you won't believe the amount of pins I have hanging on my uh, craft apron. <laughs> I've pretty much changed my purchases from stamped to enamel, enamel pins made by Grey Moose. But, but tell us about Grey Moose. How did, how did that develop? How did you come up with that? Um, I actually started collecting pins last year because of Jennifer McGuire and Jessica Frost. Um, I've learned that when you're, when you have one hobby, like crafting or scrapbooking, uh, you get into all related fields. <laughs> you know, I've bought like uh, calligraphy ink and those pens that you use for calligraphy, um, embroidery stuff. Like I, I've collected so many things. So I just figured enamel pins would just be another hobby, uh, another thing to collect. So when I started collecting them, I realized we didn't, they didn't have anything specific to card making. So the ideas just came to me, but uh, I had pushed them away because I'm like, who am I to do that? And I don't have design skills. I don't have illustration skills. And I mean, for me, everything is, everything comes at the right time. So the opportunities are, you're always growing. And last year I got the opportunity to design with Pink Fresh Studio. And uh, I, you know, I committed to it and then I had to learn it. So I forced myself to learn how to illustrate and I, you know, I got her the designs on time by the deadline. So uh, after that, I realized that if I could put the effort into it, I could learn. And so that, I, I decided to break it down into baby steps. Uh, just to tell you the background, everyone in my family is an entrepreneur. And I think I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit, but I was just following the, the path that society takes, you know, go to college, get a job, and then um, you'll be able to pay all your bills. But <laughs> my loans are just like looming over me. And I'm just like, I can't pay this with my social work salary. And I've struggled in my own jobs as well. So I can do the work. Social work is really great, but it's like the politics and the way the rules are in every agency or office that you work that it just clashed with my personality. Because I, I like to do things that I feel are right for the client. And so sometimes the things that we do are it's not best for a client. And so I, it just didn't sit well with me. So I usually would end up leaving a job or quitting or 
um, somehow getting laid off. So it was just like the environment is just, it wasn't very nurturing. So I decided, let me, let me start something. It's baby steps, you know, pick a name, buy the domain, uh, make really basic designs and just see where it goes. And the, the response to the first release was just amazing. All my friends helped out, all my cra uh, crafty friends. Um, it grew from word of mouth, you know, um, and I had already had a lot of experience as a card maker, you know, using Instagram and then building a community and making friends within the industry. Uh, so that's how it started. And from there, I just kept learning every month. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. So you, you mentioned that when you work as a social worker, you want to connect with people. You want to make sure that it's right by the person that you're working for or you're working to. How is, I mean, are, is, your, is the company Grey Moose, how is that, um, how, what exactly are you looking what is the, like, is there a story behind Grey Moose? I mean, what, what do you want to do with Grey Moose? How are you connecting people to Grey Moose? So I first started because the way crafting helped me was that it nurtured my creativity. So, you know, um, I became more curious, was willing to take more risks, uh, was afraid, less afraid of failure, of making mistakes. Um, so when it, when it came to the business, I remember that crafting changed so much for me and I wanted to be able to honor that, do things that I liked. So I had started with designs like um, ink swatches and then some quotes. I'm like big on reading and writing and just quotes. Um, so I started with happiness is handmade, you know, just the joy of making something by hand giving it to people or receiving it. Um, so I, I, I made designs that were really important to me. Uh, one of them was also, yeah, we rise by lifting others. Yeah. Just to, so, you know, with that I started and it was just to uh, honor the creativity community um, and artwork and creativity, like handmade work. Um, and that's why it did well, because people related to that. Like they, they wanted it to be honored and recognized and acknowledged. Um, and it's just cute. Yes, yes, so I, 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 I do. I, I just want to point, I am wearing one of your beautiful enamel pens. Those Thank of you, you who do not know what Grey Muse is, Grey Muse is a small business uh, owned by Rubina. She is the head and the heart and the soul of the company. And what she makes is beautiful, beautiful enamel pens. And all those pens have great messages. And really, you it, it, it speaks sometimes when I look into some of her artwork on those enamel pens, I just say, hey, that's exactly what my heart wants to say. And wearing, it, that, wearing that pen just makes it so real so thank you uh rubina for coming up with such an amazing um work some such an amazing company and i i'm just kind of i love the way that you said curiosity and taking risks tell a little bit about taking risks did you take risks did you what struggles what kind of risk did you take getting into this company 
Well, the biggest risk I took was putting myself out there. I'm an introvert. I like to connect with people one-on-one. One of the biggest reasons why I didn't want to start a business was just I didn't want to deal with criticism, like, you know, uh, um, customers that were angry or mad or, you know, upset because I started off, you know, I'm still struggling with being a people pleaser. (laughs) I still ask all my customers, what do you like? And then I take it into consideration, but I can't, you know, it's hard to just come out with everything that they want because then it might not sell because... Uh, you know, I had to learn about minimum order quantities and like wholesale pricing and then being able to keep stock in my room. My, my room is a mess. Right now I'm doing this in my brother's room because otherwise you'd see a huge mess in my room. Um, so I, I have learned so much and I keep taking risks. Like I'll try, like right now I'm testing out new products. Um, I'm going to be testing out keychains, pencil bags, and everything is a risk because you don't know, even if it's cute, if people like it, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that they'll buy it, but I'll have invested in it and learn from it. Um, and it, it's just something that I, I, it's the way I've grown, being able to take that risk. I get to learn like what works, what doesn't work. And then not to see it as a failure, but just something like, you know, I was curious, I like something and everything I design, I design for myself first. So if it's something that I like, that I would wear, that I would use, and not everything that I like will be something that other people like, you know, like, for example, I make a lot of my pins in black and gold. And a lot of people don't like black. I wear black and <laughs> all the time. It's neutral. Um, men and women can wear it. It goes with all kinds of outfits. Um, I can do colors, but it's it's hard to pick just colors that you know that would resonate with everyone, and they're easier to photograph. <laughs> yeah. So the white ones I've been struggling with, and it's yeah. like things like that. Those little things. Like I pay attention to that. I listen to people. And I'm also a mom. I have a, a daughter. She's a, a little over a year and a half. She is so active. Yeah. You know, when you see someone that has the same energy, you have the same curiosity. Yeah. Um, so being, you know, being able to do what I want to do and then also be a mom. Um, and after you become a mom, you, uh, and actually it all just kind of happened at the same time. Like, you know, being a mom, Uh, seeing yourself in her and then starting a business as well Um, you learn so much about yourself yes you learn your what you're patient with what your strengths are what your weaknesses are Um, there are times that you just want to give up I've wanted to give up so many times and then I realized these are just that's just my ego those are just my fears take a deep breath take a walk (laughs) Yeah, we'll figure it out. There, there are times when I'll just take it really slow with the business, not like focus on it. Just take a breath, you know, like a break from it. Oh, just yes. that, um, because no, it like people will give up. Yeah. It's it's not that easy. Um, but I focus on the fact that you know it's just a learning period, and I can always take a pivot. You know, change direction. Yeah, uh, and that's the thing I love about being an entrepreneur. You're the oh. boss. Yes. I don't have, there's, I make the rules. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You, you were just mentioning that you like to take a break. Um, is that something 
that you will be doing? Like, I know gray moose comes up with enamel pins quite often. How often do you, does, do you have a new line coming up and? Mm -hmm. So I actually took a break in July just because I, oh, I was being an overachiever in June. I recently, I released, I think it was well, like seven. It's not a bad thing to be an overachiever. <laughs> Every month I kind of did things a little differently. Like, you know, first month I started with five, the next month I did five, but then I was like, let me just try a little bit different. Like I switched from soft enamel, which are textured ones mm -hmm. to hard enamel. Um, I've tried different manufacturers. And then in June I released the watercolor collection. So I just wanted to go big. I wanted to I have so many ideas, but sometimes I have to like really be like, take, you know, like, Yes. Simmer down Ravina. So then uh, in June, I released a huge collection. It did really well, but then I got overwhelmed because every month you have to not only prep for the next month because pins take about three to four weeks to produce. Mm -hmm. So you already have to be preparing the next month. Yeah. And it was just getting hard because I, have, I was doing all the photographs. I was doing all the, the captions for Instagram, uh, newsletters, you know, I wholesale started right when I started my company. So it was just, that was just uh, also a lot of work. Um, so I, I, I took a break. I was like, you know what? I'm doing this to myself. I can choose not to release and it'll be okay. Yeah. And it was fine, you know? Uh, and then I was able to, my daughter turned 15 months around that time and <laughs> Yes. as that you know she just changed she was more aware wanted more attention more time with me so yes. even though I wanted releases like at a on a specific day every month it just it couldn't happen yeah being a mom I just couldn't because I was doing everything by myself yes uh, my mom did start helping out but I had to spend more time with the baby and yeah. I I had to be okay with that. I was putting the pressure on myself. Sure. Like, oh my God, I have to look really professional. It has to be on a certain day because all these other companies are doing it. Like, you know, everyone knows it's on the 9th or the 15th for certain companies. And I had to stop that comparison. Yes. Yeah. And that's, that's a valid, valid point for all of you new beginner entrepreneurs out there. You need to do what's comfortable for you. And when you're comfortable with what you're doing, then the product that you release is going to be as amazing as that. Would you agree to that? Um, when you're I'm happy and you're content, <laughs> what you're bringing out is going to look happy and content too, isn't it? Right. So, I mean, I do agree that you have to do what's best for you. Like, sure. you, know sure. your, you, you know your limits. You put the pressure on yourself. Watch the way you speak to yourself. Yes. You know, just, I... I've been on a deeper self-healing journey this year. So uh, I was able to practice more kindness, you know, practice being more in the moment, um, just slowing down and being okay with it and realizing like nobody's watching you as hard as you are watching yourself, you know, like most of the people I talk to, they're like, you're killing it. You're doing great. And I'm over here like, this is in my head. Like, I'm not posting enough or I'm not sending out enough newsletters or doing enough discounts. And it was like, that was my ego from like, you know, wanting to keep up with all these other brands. But then I had to tell myself, I have a baby. I have no experience in business. I'm learning everything as I go. Yes. And so that, that really helps me to not put so much pressure on myself. It's, it's so important 
to be mindful of everything, mindful not only about your people who you are working for or doing something for, but mindful about yourself and what you're able and your potential, uh, what your potential to do and stuff like that. So mindfulness is so important. And I really appreciate you, you coming out and speaking about those things. Um, so Romina, when you started Grey Moose, you were also an artist before that. I mean, you're still an artist. It's, that's not taken away from you. Uh, but how did you find inspirations then? And how are you finding inspirations now for Grey Muse? Is it, is it because you did what you did is what inspires Grey Muse or Grey Muse has its own little inspiration? It's, it's related. Sure. So when I started crafting, so Instagram is similar to Pinterest. You can get lost on there for hours looking at all these beautiful things. I'm just attracted to a lot of cute and beautiful things. Yeah. Um, and that inspires me, just being able to see how people do their things and then um, bringing my, like my style to it. So every time, because there's, there are so many different pins out there, like colored pencil ones. And so I would ask myself, well, how can I do it a little differently? Yeah. And so I would always, I have a notebook. I have uh, my notes app on the phone and my laptop. And every time I get ideas, I would just write it down. Um, so my notebook is filled with ideas. It was when I, when I started to have more confidence in myself that the ideas come that's me tapping into my intuition me recognizing that every you know i am creative yeah and sometimes i did have to take a step back from instagram sure. <laughs> as, as, mu as much as there are so many beautiful things out there mm -hmm. and you can get caught into like i, I oh i want to learn how to sketch flowers this way and that way and then i want to watercolor this like i would love to watercolor landscapes galaxies flowers but it's like it's just not realistic <laughs> uh so I, i've i've allowed myself to dabble into things a little here and there mm -hmm. and then from there i'll realize like what's something that i really really enjoy so i had started painting galaxies this year yeah. and then uh this is me this is also around the time that i had changed my username yes my art account from rubes knobs which is my name my first name nickname and then my middle name Nas. Mm -hmm. um, I switched it to the creativity enabler. Mm -hmm. I realized I wanted, so I was tapping into my creativity and that, that is something that I wanted to help other people. So the goal was that I would watercolor every day and then grow from there and then teach others, you know, talk about uh, affirmations and uh, inspiration and how to overcome blocks and things like that like I have so many ideas yeah um, but then the business took off and then my daughter started walking sure. and that part of me like oh my god I, I need to catch up and I need to be you know like on track and do things and that just went out the door because I'm like there's always time there's yeah. no rush it's it's not a race and these are things that I had to learn because yes. I, I if I get ideas I want to do them and then if I can't do them, then I get frustrated. Yeah. Whether it's at myself or just like, oh my God, like my daughter, like it's not easy being a mom. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Sometimes I do get frustrated. You know, so I, ha I have to watch my own energy as well. Yes, um, yeah. I totally agree. I totally, and I, I really, I did notice you changing your IG profile 
to being a creativity enabler. And, and that's so true to who you are uh, and from what your work is and what you put out there. You know, it's, it's, you did a great job recognizing your strength and putting it out there for people to use or grow upon your strength. And that's this wonderful way of sharing your creativity, Rubina. I really, really am so amazed by your talent and your heart. It's, it's amazing to know that. Rubina, I, I know I, I noticed on your, on your, um, on Grey Muse, I'm noticing you're coming up with stamps now, yes. uh, other than enamel pen. So, so are you, you're not completely moving away. Grey Moose, is it, is it still an enamel pen company or is it developing into something more? We're going to see because <laughs> I'm not afraid of taking risks. So sure. I will continue producing pins as long as something that I really enjoy. Yeah. And if, you know, there continues to be a demand, I'm not going to keep producing pins if nobody's buying them because that's just wasting product. Um, so for right now, it's fun. People are collecting it. People are recognizing that it's a way to express who you are. And then uh, I love wearing them now. When I go out, people, I, and I do carry extra. I'll give them to people. Like uh, yesterday, I was at work and one of the baristas at the coffee shop I go to, um, she never smiles. So that, like, that's something I can relate to because people are like, you should always smile, but yeah. that doesn't mean yell like you're in a bad mood. Yeah. So I thought, okay, let me just give her a pin. She's always just very friendly, even if she's not smiling. And she was just like beaming and oh. she was wearing it yesterday on her apron and she remembered me, she remembered my name. So it's like things like that, that like yeah. I just love connecting with people and recognizing things. I'm very, um, I'm very self-aware and that makes me, like I'm empathic, so I can pick up on people's feelings and their vibes and their energy. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I enjoy about like pens, that it's a great way to connect with people and to recognize things about people. That's why I do a lot of affirmations because I know that people really need that reminder. I need that reminder. I love to wear my, um, I'm doing my best spinner. Yes. Uh, it's, it's currently sold out. It'll be here in a few days. Uh -huh. So that's one of my favorite ones and people relate to it. And so yeah. I want to continue doing that. So I've been adding like affirmations, things that not just for crafters, there's all kinds of creatives out there and just regular people that haven't tapped into their creativity. Yeah. That just need that reminder. Yeah. And then that's, that's so encouraging, Rubina, that, you know, for all you listeners and viewers out there, um, you know, as creators, as artists, we have the ability to share and opportunities to share. And what a wonderful way to use your talent, what you have, Rubina, use your products to bring a smile to someone's face. And, and when you do something like that, it just gives you so much purpose of what you're doing right? It, it, it brings meaning to what you're doing. And don't you feel that way that whenever you see people wearing your pants, I'm wearing one, <laughs> that, wow, it's, 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 it's working, right? That's one of the way, the reasons for connecting with people is you really, you're seeing yourself. So the more confident I got, you know, the less pressure I had on myself, 
the more I can connect with other people because we're not, I don't have those blocks anymore. Like, what will she say? What will she think? I'm like, I'm seeing something of myself in her. And it's like, you're reaching out to like your inner child or um, that part of you that needs that nurturing or connection. Yeah. It just makes people feel less alone. It makes people feel seen. You feel seen when other people are, you know, acknowledged. Um, so I, I've met so many people, more people this year, put myself out there more. Um, and that's been really helpful, just not for my own self-healing, but to realize that we're all in it together, like yeah. seeing other people grow and win and, you know, uh, heal. Yeah. It, like that whole collective healing is like what I'm all about. I, I, I remember you telling in earlier that you are into social work. Uh, your work is more under the social work area. Has that work kind of influenced you a bit about your creativity and what you bring forth out? Because I'm guessing when you're in, in, work, in places where you're doing social work, you're listening to a lot of stories and heartbreaks and there's so much going on in, in, in a world like that. Do you, do you bring that stories into your into your collection, into your enamel pens or your stamps or whatever that you're planning to do in the future? Uh, yes. <laughs> so that's why I slowly started to take that risk of putting, uh, making my voice heard. So every pen I design is for myself. Um, so I think I started with a, an introvert pen. Uh, then I started with the, then I had no longer a people pleaser, which is something I still struggle with. It's not something you just overcome um but just to be more self-aware that whether i'm saying yes to people is because if if i want them to like me or do i want to feel included um i came out with one recently that a lot of people love is feel free to take it personally so i've been on this journey this year especially so it's as i'm learning things or becoming more self-aware i I'm like, this needs to be on a pen. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can share that story with other people. And people, people love it. People are recognizing it, you know, that this is important or this is something that they can relate to as well. That's why I call it the relatable collection. Yes. And so I, I'm coming out with creative stuff, but I'm also putting in that, that touch, like, the, you know, someone who understands, someone who acknowledges this, yeah. these struggles. Um, so that's my social work voice what what advice or what uh, what can you tell artists out there and even entrepreneurs newer entrepreneurs or people women and men and women who want to come into business what is that one thing or few things that you can say to encourage them or to assure them that hey what you're doing is good or right a few things so pay attention to the stories that you tell yourself like you know some people will say well i can't do it um that's a story you tell yourself that's a limitation that you picked up from somewhere um so if i catch myself saying something like that i change it i'm like it's possible it won't be it may not be easy i may not achieve it in the the way that i foresee it but it's still possible so everything's possible uh, it just depends on how much effort you're willing to put into learning it, you know, implementing it, and then growing from it. Um, another one is um, pay attention to the people that you're surrounded with. 
So you want people that will encourage you, that will recognize your strengths. Um, and then you should also know your strengths, you know, like realistically, like if it's something I, I can't draw animals. <laughs> so I'm not even gonna, like I can if I wanted to learn it, but it's yeah. not something that I'm really like passionate about. So I outsource that. I hire designers to focus on the critters. The, yeah. the flowers I can do, but because I don't have the time, like I'll outsource it. So that's, yeah. that's the beauty of being able to run a business is knowing what you can do, what you can't do yeah. and being okay with that. It doesn't make me a failure. It doesn't mean I'm a bad business person. Like, oh, yes. I, yeah. So, um, another thing is to do it in your own way, do what feels right to you. Um, I, I do things that I want to do in the way that I want. I'll try things. If it doesn't work, you can archive on Instagram. <laughs> you can stories disappear after 24 hours. I've sent out all kinds of different newsletters. I get unsubscribes all the time. You know, it's, I'm putting myself out there and I learn from it and I realize it's not that bad. Yeah. And the only way you're going to learn is to try it. Yes. You know, my husband's going through a, a transition right now. He quit his job and he doesn't know what he wants to do. Like he's, he's, he's never nurtured that inner creativity. Yeah. And so after seeing me do, you know, like build a business from the bottom, uh, so he's starting to be like, oh, well, is it possible? And then he'd be like, no, I can't do it. And so I'm like telling him, well, it's possible. What if, like, just take that first step. Like you sitting there just thinking about it is not going to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Take the first step. If it, does, if it doesn't work, see if you could try something different. And then, you know, it may not be for you. Maybe you don't want to run your own business. Maybe you'll just want to work for someone else. That's fine. But you're not going to know just thinking about it. You have to try it. Yes. <laughs> you have to put yourself out. You don't even have to post it on Instagram or social media. That's just optional. Yeah. You can run a business not on social media. Yeah. It's for everybody out there, and for me too, we can't wait for results unless we don't do it. Right? Yeah. So take that step. And if you are planning to do something, do it. You know, And then then let us see what happens. And Rubina has an amazing story about that. She, she, she shares it so beautifully uh, and she's sharing with us right now, right here. And I'm hoping that this is encouraging all of you out there, whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you are an artist, whether you are a card maker or paper craft or whatever, or you're just a beginner, um, don't doubt yourself. Start, start somewhere and put it out there and mm. don't beat yourself down too much whether you are or whether you're not able to. Sure. Now, are you designing for any card, uh, uh, paper crafting companies or have you completely moved away from that and you were focusing more on your, on your business? So I, I definitely stopped designing for other companies uh, about, yeah, December last year. Sure. January. So it's when I started my own company, I wasn't designing for anyone else. Sure. Um, and stamps weren't, you know, on my mind when I started the company, it was just going to be enamel pins. So that's the, the other thing I just like being about, you know, like about being an entrepreneur is that I can do things when I want, whenever I want, test it yeah. out. If it doesn't work, then I stop it, you know? Yeah. Um, so now I'm still trying to decide like how I want to do this, well, I, whether I want to focus on stamps or pins or 
move away from it altogether. I have a few ideas and things that I'm working on slowly sure. uh, in the background. Yeah. Uh, so I actually just resigned from my job. Oh. So I have uh, a week and a half left. Sure. And so it's, it's so scary because now I'm relying on my own creativity to be able to earn an income. Yeah. But it's also super exciting because now I'll have more time to work on those things behind the scenes that I've been working on. Yeah. I, I did a few months back. I noticed you did a collab with another company, another stamp company. And that was an amazing idea. That was wonderful. You know, it's I always believe artists helping artists and artists collaborating because this is the world where we can stand united. The world of creativity is a world of unitedness. And when you do something like that, or other artists do collaborative work, it's, it's impressive. Is that something that you will be doing on an ongoing basis? Or is it just like a... <laughs> I've already chatted with a lot of uh, stamp company owners and artists. And I have collaborations. We're talking about things. And it's just you know, they're busy and I'm busy and then trying to find the right time. And now it's everyone's prepping for the holidays. So um, I just, you know, just whenever we can get to it. So I do have collaborations and work. There is one in production with an, a hand letter artist. Oh, awesome. So really excited about that. That should come out in December. Oh, wonderful. So um, I'm just, you know, whenever people, because I'm very flexible with people. I'm not, you know, I am professional, but at the same time, I'm human. <laughs> so I yes. understand other people yes. and yeah. then they understand because, uh, you know, me being a mom and I, I had a day job. So it's like, I can't always do things on like a tight schedule. It's whenever I can get to it. So I, I am going to be collaborating with other people and I'm excited about that. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> Those of you... Again, if you do not know about Ravina's enamel pens, uh, her store is called The Grey Muse, and I will have the link to her store in the description below. I highly, highly recommend you going and checking out her store, and I can guarantee you, you're not gonna come out of that store without buying something. They are the most beautiful and amazing uh, enamel pens, but more than that, they have great messages for for each one of us. So I really, really recommend you going into her store, The Grey Muse, and checking her out. And also I have a link to her Facebook account in my description box below as well. Check that out because I'm, and she's constantly posting about what's going on in her life, what she's planning, what she's doing. So follow her on IG, Instagram. Her Instagram handle is called <clears throat> Creativity Enabler. Um, Rubina, do you have a blog as well? Uh, I will have a blog. It should start first week of December. Um, so I'll have the links on my website. It'll be in the banner, the, the, the main. Yes. Menu. <laughs> Please don't miss. And do you, do you have any newsletters that people can sign into? Yeah. So if you subscribe to my newsletter, you get an initial discount code that you can use for your first order. Yeah. And then I try to send newsletters maybe once a week, no more than that. Um, so about one to four times a month. Yeah. So usually just updating people on if there's new release or sometimes I'll send out kind of like an uplifting message that 
if I want to hear it, then I kind of send it to other people as well, you know, just struggling artists, people, everyone's struggling with self-doubt, motivation, you know, work-life balance, things like that. So I try to keep it relatable and not just about products. Yeah. Um, And then now I'm going to be featuring guest designers and sharing more creativity and I update people on any collaborations or things that have going on. Yeah. So I really highly recommend you subscribing to her newsletter. As I said, you don't want to miss out on all the amazing work that she's doing, sharing her heart, putting herself out there. So I really encourage you to be a part of what Rubina is doing. Uh, And I appreciate you you taking the time to listen to our heart. And I really appreciate you, Rubina, for for coming over on this chat show and, um, and being so candid about yourself and how you put yourself out there and about your uh about your journey your dreams and your aspirations and how you've come to be who you are i really really thank you for sharing that with us today you're welcome thank you for having me you're welcome thank you so much and for all the viewers out there i I really hope you will check her out once again and i do have a giveaway for uh um a gift card, not really a gift card for a purchase ticket for Rubina's uh, store. And I will mention all the giveaway description in the description below. So make sure you take a look at it. And thank you for joining. Hope you have a wonderful day. Stay happy, stay creative. Bye-bye.